Welcome to another episode of Leonard Looks at Life. In this episode, we'll be looking at the new year. Welcome to 2024. The holidays are behind us and the new year has started. Another year full of hope, full of dreams, full of possibilities. I hope it is a good year for you and for me as well. Although we are almost a full week into the new year, I wanted to think back about New Year's Eve, New Year's resolutions, and just the holiday of New Year's for a few moments. You know, there's a change that happens in your life when you move from being a young person that it's a privilege to stay up until midnight on New Year's Eve to when you get a little older and it's a privilege to not have to stay up till midnight on New Year's Eve. Most years I do stay up till midnight, but this year I did not quite make it and I was asleep by probably about 11.30. But thinking of New Year's Eve brought me back to thinking about what New Year's Eve was like when I was growing up. And you know they say everything changes and celebrations in New Year's Eve have changed as well. I remember as a kid, New Year's Eve was different. There were some things that we got to do on New Year's Eve that were not normal in our lives. One was we got to stay up late. We got to stay up till midnight. We got to ring in the new year. Two was usually my parents would set up a card table in front of the TV. We did not eat in the living room. We did not eat watching TV except New Year's Eve. We would get a Casano's pizza eat it in the living room, and watch TV. That was a pretty exciting time for me. And, of course, New Year's Eve just has not been the same without Guy Lombardo and his band of Royal Canadians. I know Dick Clark was pretty good for a while, and I know we don't have Dick Clark with us anymore, but it seemed like New Year's Eve was not New Year's Eve without Guy Lombardo and his Royal Canadians. Then I remember as a youth, uh, we used to have some – watch night services at church where we'd go to church and we'd watch some movies, play some games and bring in the new year at church. And that was, that was different. That was something that I enjoyed, something that is not done a whole lot anymore as well. One new year's Eve in particular that I remember from my younger days was my senior year of high school. Uh, I think went to watch night service at church and then went to a friend's house where a number of my high school friends had gathered to celebrate new year's Eve there And I think I remember when I left that party sometime after midnight, I got in my car, I sat down, the vinyl seats in the car cracked. It was cold. It was 21 below zero that night, not counting the wind chill, actual temperature was 21 below zero. That may have been the uh, night that I really decided that I wanted to start my college career by going to school in Florida. And one of the things that comes to mind when we think about New Year's Eve is New Year's resolutions. And I know many of us have made New Year's resolutions. Perhaps you have already broken your New Year's resolution by now, but that's okay. New Year's resolutions, the history of New Year's resolutions goes back many years. Some 4,000 years ago, the Babylonians would make a New Year's resolution to return borrowed farming tools and to pay their debts. But you know, back then, New Year's was not on January 1st. It was sometime around 46 BC that the Julian calendar was adopted, and that brought New Year's Eve, or brought New Year's Day to January 1st. January is named for the Roman god of Janus, the two-faced god who looked forward to new beginnings 
as well as backward for reflection and resolution. So perhaps that's part of where our idea of having New Year's resolutions comes from, is from the very name of the month of January. The Romans would make sacrifices to Janus, and they would make promises to be good in the year ahead. And you know, New Year's is a good time to look back, perhaps not just only on the preceding year, not just back to 2023, but perhaps back further over our lives to see, uh, to reflect, to see how we've gotten to where we are, uh, what things have worked to this point, what things uh, we might have done differently if we had the chance. But we also want to look forward. We don't just dwell in the past. We don't just dwell in the past. We don't just uh, let the past haunt us, but we look to the future. But we have a new year in front of us. We have new challenges that will come. We have new opportunities that will present themselves. So we have an opportunity to just make good as we look forward into the new year. Then in medieval times, the knights would resolve to renew their vow and their chivalry. In the early 1900s, resolutions that we made were tended to be religious and spiritual. Uh, We wanted to be stronger We wanted to have a stronger moral character, a stronger work ethic. Perhaps we wanted to have more restraint. But in the time since the 1900s, as we have said, everything continues to change. And our resolutions have changed as well. I was on the Internet the other day, and I came across Forbes.com. So the top resolutions for the coming year. Improving fitness, 48% of people resolve that. Improving finances. 38% 38% of people had that in their as their resolution. Improved mental health was 36%. Weight loss was 34%. Improved diet was 32%. So that tends to be the type of resolutions that we make these days. Uh, depending on the statistics that you find, somewhere between 37 and 45% of Americans make resolutions. However, only 8% of those resolutions are successful. So why do we keep making those New Year's resolutions when we keep breaking them? Well, maybe a habit that's been going on for 4,000 years is a bit hard to break. You know, the second Friday in January is designated as Quitter's Day. So if you've kept your resolutions for another week and you don't like them, I guess next Friday is the day to quit. Also, January 17th is Ditch Your New Year's Resolutions Day. It is fun to say, hey, in this new year, I'm going to be a better person. But as we've seen, most people don't follow up on those. So what are we going to do as we face 2024? Well, I would encourage you, whether it's a New Year's resolution or not, to have one goal, at least one goal for yourself, and make it something that is attainable. You know, they talk about salespeople, that sales goals, they want to develop stretch goals. That you don't want to do something that's just a no-brainer, that's easy to do, but you don't want something that is so far out there that it's really almost impossible. But take something that you can do. You know, it would be very difficult for me to sit here and say, you know, I'm going to lose 50 pounds in the next year. But I probably could say I'll lose five pounds. It'd be difficult for me to say I'm going to go out and run 20 miles every day. But I could say I'm going to run three times a week. I'm going to try to run more than I did last year. So here's my New Year's resolution for 2024. And it has to do with this podcast. 
Last year, the thought came to me about trying to start a podcast. So over the summer, I did some research, did some Googling, did some reading about what it took to start a podcast. And I decided I would give it a shot. So in the fall, I started a podcast. So far, there are six episodes out there. But I have not been very structured, very disciplined, or very predictable in doing this podcast. So for 2024, I'm going to resolve to be more regular in doing the podcast. I would like to do it every week. We will see if I can get that done, but I will at least resolve to do it every month and hopefully a lot more often than that. I hope you enjoy the opportunity to listen to this. I enjoy the opportunity to do a podcast and I'm trying to learn, trying to get better and trying to improve it each and every time. And that's what I hope you get to do in 2024 is whatever you resolve to do, whatever you want to improve, that you will take some time, take some effort, and get better at whatever that is. Now, just because perhaps you said, here's my resolution, and here we're already at the 5th of 6th of January, and you've broken it, you can start again. It's never too late to get started on being who you want to be. And so I encourage you throughout 2024 to be better. Now, we can't be perfect. We live in a fallen world, and we're all fallen people, but we can strive to be a little better. We can strive to be better tomorrow than we were today. We can try to be kinder tomorrow than we were today. We can try to be more understanding tomorrow than we were today. 2024 is a year full of opportunities, full of days that will never be lived again, full of opportunities that will never present themselves again. So let's make the most of 2024. And I'm going to try to make the most of it. I'm going to try to make the most of this podcast. If you have listened to it so far, I want to say thank you. And I hope that you will join me to listen for more of it in the future. You know, you can also find me on my blog, my weekly Friday funny blog at leonardslines.com. You can find me on X at Leonard's Lines as well. And so I wish you the very best for 2024. I'd love to hear from you. And I thank you for being a part of this podcast. And I hope it's going to be a great podcast. And it's going to be a regular podcast in 2024. Have a great new year.